Hi team, this is the Be Real With Us podcast by The Path to Goals on a mission to help you quit yo-yo dieting forever, eat foods you love, embrace the strength of lifting heavy ass weights and cultivate an undeniable level of confidence that inspires women around you to do the exact same. We are certified nutritionists and personal trainers who just wanna be real with you when it comes to nutrition, strength, and mindset. We specialize in behavior change, hormones, metabolism, sleep, stress, recovery, and mindset. If you are frustrated by all the conflicting information floating around on the internet, well, don't worry because we are here to call out the bullshit and help you stop overthinking and start doing. Billions of these humans, humans. spinning on a ball of confusion. confusion. Some kids I went to school with, school with. gave up on their dreams, they said, screw it. Screw I it. said, oh, I'ma make some music. Even if they tell me it won't do shit Damn, I fucking knew it I'm blowing up quick I said, boom, bitch I could give a few Welcome, Be Real With Us listeners It's Alyssa And I have Coach Denise with us here today Hi, Hi, Denise What's going on? This is different (laughs) It's just Denise and I we thought Shantae would have given birth by now, but she's I, I think she thought so too. <laughs> she's wondering why the baby's still in her body. But we we just decided just because it was so close for her due date that yeah. Denise and I would just jump on and do this yeah. together. <laughs> oh my goodness. And I saw you on Instagram just a bit ago eating a protein pop tart. Review, how was it? It was good. So there's so many protein products now. There's like the chips and the pop tarts mm-hmm. and just different ones. And this one was a pretty good one. It tastes, it was like a brown sugar pop tart. I forgot to microwave it. So then at first (laughs) you're like, uh, a little dry, (laughs) but yeah, afterwards it's, it was pretty good. What about you? What were you doing? So before recording this, I was, we're leaving, we're flying out to my in-laws. So we have to fly into Sacramento and we have two French bulldogs for those of you who don't know, I I have (laughs) two half Frenchies. And they're my little babies and, um, my, my mom, my mom and dad mm-hmm. are going to watch them. So I drove them 45 minutes to Oceanside and it's funny because I get there and I was like, Oh shit, I don't have the house key. And like, I had a list of all, like I had to bring my dad's saw. I had to bring them their dog food for X amount of days and all these other things. I was bringing my mom stuff and I forgot everything or brought everything, but the keys. <laughs> and so I call a neighbor, a good friend. And this is just ironic. And after I get off the phone with him asking if he had a spare key, he goes, sounds like you need a life coach. (laughs) (laughs) He was kidding, but I was like, oh, the irony. So it's like, we're going to talk today about planning. And pivoting. And pivoting. Yes. Being flexible. And that's actually a value of mine. And it's funny because in that situation, they were like, my mom is, is freaks out when things like this happen, when things don't go to plan. And she's like, oh, I'm calling these people. And I'm like, it'll, ha- it'll be fine. I'm going to be wait here for 20 minutes. I gave myself an hour just in case something like this did happen. Mm-hmm. So yeah. note to self, right? Like this is the, the beauty of planning your day ahead of time, yeah. accounting for traffic and roadblocks. And I said, I was calm. I was just waiting. I was like, I know my dad's eventually going to check his phone and open the garage door for me and I'll get in. And of course I did. Like, I'm a very, I'm an optimist. I'm a, I believe <laughs> in my uh, happy, luck, lucky, go lucky life. And it, yeah. it ended up working out and got here 20 minutes before the podcast started. Yeah. Yeah. No, I'm excited to talk about it. We, there's just so many things you already did in that plan that you had, you paused, mm-hmm. you pivoted. I know we'll get into it. Um, it's so funny though, Alyssa, because I feel like we're both the same. We're both yes. like, <laughs> really happy, positive people. Yes. And we're also matching without like, 
I, <laughs> I know. Oh my goodness. So you guys, we're super, so Denise, I, I really think you are the master planner out of all three of us. I mean, we all plan. Like I think Shantae, yeah. you and I all have skills around planning yeah. um, and setting goals, but I feel mm -hmm. like you are like the sensei of the group. <laughs> Thank you. I'll gladly take that title. <laughs> and, if um, clients, and if people who haven't like followed me enough, they, I hope they know I've constantly been talking about like plan, plan, plan. <laughs> yes. Yes. We talk about planning until we're blue in the face with our clients. <laughs> so, <laughs> so you guys, we're going to talk a little bit about daily planning. Um, mm -hmm. We're kind of going to go into actual strategic um, things you can do and implement uh, yeah. and, and also talk about our three pillars, which is nutrition, mm -hmm. strength, and um, behavior. <laughs> yeah. And what we'll do from there is kind of talk about and, and show you guys how we help our clients plan their lives around those three pillars. And so can you believe it's, I can't, I can, it's 2024. Like, I think some people at the end of the year are just like, oh my God, it's 2024. Yeah. <laughs> like, where did the time go? Yeah. And so if that's you, if you're like, if you feel like you waste time or don't have enough of it and you're like, oh shit, I can't believe it's another year. Like, what did I do this year? Mm -hmm. This is going to be one of the biggest life hacks, you guys, is learning how to manage your time. I'm feeling so overwhelmed, though. <laughs> oh, my head overwhelmed. And it takes so long to plan. Right? <laughs> and that's okay. I know we're joking about this. Yeah. Yet that's okay, right? Like if you're feeling that overwhelm, just remember a question I really like to ask people when they feel overwhelmed about new tasks is, how's that working out for you? Mm-hmm. Is this helpful for you, right? And if it's not, then let's try this planning thing. And I know we'll go over kind mm -hmm. of some of the reasons why people might feel overwhelmed, but just know that like, it's okay to have these feelings and yes. then still work on like practicing a skill. A hundred percent. And I think with that overwhelm, people think, okay, time management, it's about checking off all these things. <laughs> like the to-do list, ah, they're so long, it's forever. Yeah. Yeah. And it really is more about living life on purpose. Yep. really right like yep. the time it, you can you can either regret how you spend it or waste it or yep. it can be an investment or it can be something that you use to grow so that's yep. why what we're going to talk about we're going to talk about planning and the tools you can um use to live a life followed by your values where your behaviors will match your goals yep. and so okay like why plan right so having a solid planning system helps reduce what decision fatigue we talk about yep. this all the time <laughs> it's going to help support your future self. Mm -hmm. So if you're sick or tired, mm -hmm. um, you're going to be able to find patterns. You're going to be able to batch tasks, which again, we're going to get it all into this, but I'm giving you guys an overview, be able to delegate to others. If you notice your to-do list is really long, like who can you delegate? You have kids, you have a husband, you have a job, right? Friends. Mm -hmm. um, and it's really going to reduce that cognitive demand. So um, I love people when they say, oh my God, I'm so busy. Denise, what is your... When people say this to you, I'm so busy. Yeah. I mean, honestly, that's a sign that they're not as present, right? Because busy doesn't tell you what you're doing. Busy just goes like, there's just so many things and I'm all over the place versus like, let's be specific. So a word switch I like to have people do is instead of saying busy, say full. You're mm -hmm. so full of what? Oh my gosh, I'm so full of like working today. or I'm so full of like having to run errands. Then now you understand what you're actually doing. So you get more clarity mm -hmm. on the business of things. And so even that word um, 
shift in itself allows people to go like, oh, oh my gosh, I'm just so full of like sitting at my desk all day. That's mm-hmm. interesting. Hmm. So yeah, like getting curious with that, like what, okay, busy, but like with what? So getting clarity, exactly. I think is a big one. Exactly. And really like, I don't have enough time. It's like the biggest lie in history yeah. <laughs> like, right? yeah. 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 because we have a choice. And when we say, oh, I don't have time. I don't have time. It mm-hmm. really um, puts us in that power or that victim role. Right. Mm-hmm. And it, it's like, we always have a choice. And I think now more than ever, we have more time because gosh, you guys, we have washing machines and dishwashers yeah. and Amazon prime. Yeah. And like, you can delay your pregnancy. You can freeze your eggs. Yeah. Like we have so much technology, Instagram, we can send, we can fly on an airplane. Like we have, <laughs> we can cut down because uh, on time because of all the technology available to us. And we really mm-hmm. do trick ourselves into thinking we don't have uh, time and that it, it really does um, put that back on us. Like mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> we, we can either have excuses or we can make sacrifices and yeah. one is going to allow us to really live a meaningful life. For sure. And I think it's easy, right? The brain thinks in negatives. It thinks in the things that we don't have, which then leads us to things we don't have versus mm-hmm. okay. instead of going like, I just don't have time. Ask yourself how you can create time. And something that I have our, our team does too, is just be like, it's not a priority. Like then you mm-hmm. get your power back. And yes. it's a choice. So don't be like, I just don't have time to maybe put myself first. And you go, it's not a priority to put myself first. Mm. How does that feel in your body? And if it feels good, cool, go mm-hmm. live the life. But if it doesn't feel good, then be like, okay, maybe I need to reprioritize what I'm actually doing with my life. Yes. That's a good one. Yeah. So I think some other good questions, if you're listening, you can ask yourself when it comes to when you're building out your day or your week is like, okay, how do I want to feel today? Yeah. <laughs> ever since you and I, or me, ever since I saw so I completed my training with Mallory. So yes, wait, today, yesterday was my last day with Mallory. So sad. <laughs> Act, uh, Mallory's our acceptance and commitment therapy coach. And I think mm-hmm. one of the biggest shifts that I've learned through working with her is really pausing, one pausing breath, and then want and focusing on how you want to feel. Yeah. Right. Like, how do I want to feel? And what's my most important task of the day? And sometimes that might not like sometimes you were like, okay, there's all these things I need to check off my list. But like, what do you want to feel today? And maybe that's connection with your child or your husband. And that should be at the top of your priority list. Would you agree? Yeah, exactly. So I remember you said in the beginning that there's sometimes people don't know this, but when you wake up in the morning, there's so much in your brain. Like there's constantly so many things that you're thinking about. And so what planning really does is that it offloads that Mm -hmm. out onto a piece of paper. And so I actually have an alliteration for planning now. Planning allows you to design your life to live on purpose. So that's the first P. It allows you to pause. Mm -hmm. It allows you to slow down. It allows you to pivot to change as needed. And it allows you to see patterns. Because again, if we don't notice these patterns, we don't know what we're doing the same that is not helpful. And we don't know what we want to do different. So the purpose goes back to maybe like a values driven life. Like, how do you want to design your life today? And I think it's important. We say this all the time. But if this was the last day you were going to live your life, Mm -hmm. How would you live it? So act on purpose in that way. And so just remember when people start thinking about like, well, the planning is overwhelming and like, I don't have time to, it's like, you always have time to pause and just 
like quickly plan out and pivot and see those patterns. Yes. I love what you like. If this today was your last day to live, that's such a good question. And I think when it comes to looking at your tasks too, it's like, is this going to matter in six months, a year or on my deathbed? That is such a great way to look at it. Right. Because I think people get so caught up in the minutia of the bullshit of like, I have to do these things and nothing. And it's like, okay, slow down. Will this really matter when you're on your deathbed? Like exactly. And how do you want to (laughs) be, remembered by right and so again mm-hmm. when you understand what your actual principles and values are you get to act the way you do you want to and you get to like plan the life that you are trying to live yes so good so we help our clients we really love leaning on the time matrix yes. uh, the eisenhower time matrix box yes. do you want to share with our listeners and i know you guys are you know, probably driving or walking. So Denise will try to do her best, but it's think of it as a quadrant system, right? Here, I'll let you explain. Yeah. So if you are watching this on YouTube, feel free to watch it there too. I'm going to draw a little box right here, (laughs) but this is the time management matrix. And this was actually from the book and also Eisenhower matrix Mm -hmm. is the same, Mm -hmm. but it's from the book, seven habits of highly effective people. So I'm going to go through the four quadrant quadrants. The first one is going to be important and urgent. This is your first quadrant. These are things that you just need to get done. These are like urgent tasks. Um, These are things that are on fires or deadlines. You've got crisis, right? What you want to do is keep this box small because if this box gets really big, this is when then you are feeling an out of alignment. So when you're planning for your day, put these things in first. So for example, maybe it is like this doctor's appointment you needed to go to, right? You couldn't miss this. Or maybe it would, it had to do something with like picking up your child or something like it has to get done today. Um, that's what you want to want to put in first. And you don't want a lot of this throughout the day, right? Mm-hmm. So you can fit it as needed. For example, today with Alyssa, mm-hmm. <laughs> she, she made sure she had a chance to pivot. <clears throat> now box number two, this is the most important. This is important, but it's not urgent. This is you time. And this is where you get to decide on what you need to do. So these are things like actually planning, planning is part of it, like organization of tasks. This is making sure you put things like you first. And the reason why people don't pay attention to this is because it feels like it's not important, even though this is what really sets you up for these things. Um, So what I'm thinking of, like, specifically to maybe us and our clients is like, when are you eating? When are you moving your body? When are you working out? You get to decide how you put these things in. But remember that this is important. And also put a plan to plan. Planning only takes like five minutes a day. And so putting this in sets you up and sets you up for your environment. Yeah, it's like sharpening Uh, your saw, right? Yeah, yeah, sharpening your saw. I love that. If you have a dull saw or a dull knife, it doesn't matter. You're not going to be able to cut whatever it is that you want. So take some time to really get that sharpened. So when you get out and you want to cut that tree, you get to cut it, right? I have this quote that um, I will spend six hours to sharpen my saw mm-hmm. so that when I get out to cut the tree, it only takes one. So mm-hmm. that's box number two. This box down here is box number three. These are things that are not important and not urgent. So this is like the busy work. This is like the small interruptions. This is kind of like the um, emails or the the little task. And what you really want to do is time block these things. When do these things need to happen? Because like I mentioned before, the brain works really well in like patterns and the same. And so when you time block things, it allows you to actually effectively work and focus on the smaller tasks as you need it, as you need it uh, to do. 
Yeah. So this is like you guys, when you are at work and you're working on a project and you have all of your computer desktop windows open and your boss or like your coworker emails you and you got some junk email coming in and you break your focus of working on this project to like check your email yep. <laughs> and it breaks your attention. And yep. our brain isn't really good at multitasking, like no. jump, jumping back and forth. Yeah. And so it's important when you are writing a book, uh, working on a project with a certain deadline for us, it's doing our check-ins. Everything's goes on mute. Phone is in the other room. Yeah. Um, and we're giving our full focus to that task. Exactly. And what I suggest too is just time block within 90 minutes. You think you have, you think you can keep just going on a, a project or a task. However, it actually becomes less efficient. So if you time block things in 90 minute tasks and then take a break after that, you actually recharge yourself and recharge that focus. I'll also say too that <clears throat> when you get to plan out your day, you'll notice when you have the most focus time so you can time block the things that you need. For example, if you always feel really tired at 2 to 3 p.m., don't time block a very important focus task, right? Like see where it is that you feel the most energized. Mm -hmm. And if you slow down to look at your patterns, you'll be able to see that. So that's box number three. Now, box number four is not urgent and not <laughs> um, important. These are the things that are like a little bit time wasters. It's a lot of busy activities. It also could be a bunch of activities to avoid doing that one activity mm. that you've mm -hmm. been needing to do. But Denise, I love scrolling <laughs> on my phone. <laughs> yeah. And look, scroll, scroll on your phone, watch Netflix. That's okay. I mean, honestly, that's part of it. However, are you being mindful or mindless? Mm -hmm. Are you just constantly scrolling on your phone because you're like, wow, this is a dopamine hit and you're no longer even there and it's no longer purposeful. Then that's when you go, okay, I notice. I notice I'm having this urge that I'm scrolling my phone. You get to put that down and you get to come back to what it is that you need to do. The thing with the, with the time box or time matrix is that if you don't do number two, that focus box, mm -hmm. the sharpening your saw, the putting you first, and you have a bunch of number threes and number ones, remember the urgent mm -hmm. and just a bunch of busy work, and you bounce between these two a lot, then all you're going to want to do is time waste. Yep. This is like the at the end of the day or at the end of the night when you're in bed and you're just like, I need to <laughs> procrastination. What is it? Um, it's a blinking bedtime procrastination yeah. revenge. Yeah. yeah. So it's like when you don't have enough joy, if you don't have enough breaks in your life, and that's what's going to happen. And so just notice, right? It's all about noticing because then you get to pivot and then you get to change. But this box helps you at the end of the night to have five minutes to kind of like write out the next day mm -hmm. and like put what it is that you need to do. Yes. And you are time. So do you want to tell our listeners what, how do you manage your time? Because I know you're a time, um, you do time boxing hour for hour. Yes. I'm, I, so when I say I do hour per hour, people are like, She's a psycho. I don't like it. <laughs> I use everything on my phone notes. Mm -hmm. And I think the reason why I'm able to think so quickly or organize or get the task I need done is once I have a thought, I put it out. Mm -hmm. I write it out. This is another way where I like to say brain dumping is I notice a thought where I'm like, oh, I need to do this. I just write everything out on my notes. But the, the nighttime before, or actually, let's roll it back a little bit. Every single Sunday, I'll take 10 minutes to just plan out my whole week. You know what your week is going to look like. You know where you need to go, where you need to be, how to prioritize you. And then each and every single night before, 
I, I kind of like go through it. I'm like, okay, is this, is this the day that what else changed? Mm -hmm. And then the morning of you do a quick check and you're like, okay, Mm -hmm. the day. Um, now as the day goes on my phone notes, I'm just like, looking at patterns, pausing and pivoting. So for Mm -hmm. example, in this morning, I woke up and I was like, okay, I need to wake up by this time. I need to drive here. It's going to take me this much. Yes. Do I write out drive all of that? I do. Because I each day changes so much for me that these little prompts helps me stay on task. And I think sometimes people might go like, do I need to write every single thing? And yes, if you've been missing drinking your Mm -hmm. water, Mm -hmm write down, drink your water. Right. So then you can kind of check. Um, but yeah, that's kind of how I do all of that on my phone. If it's not written down, doesn't get done a lot of times. I mean, how many times you guys have you had something you're like, Oh, I won't forget that. It's a doctor's appointment. Like I won't forget it's on some calendar somewhere that you never look at. You're like, I won't forget. forget." And then guess you forget. (laughs) Like, so you need to have it accessible, something that makes sense. Like if you are a paper planner person, do it. Um, I always have my phone. So I personally like things on my phone. I have my day notes in my notes. Um, just like Denise, I do more of the quadrant system. So not everything's in hour for hour, but I do have quadrant one with the time blocks in it. Um, and I'm someone that my days do look the same every day and I still have it written down (laughs) and color coded. Yeah, because it is helpful because, okay, you guys, not every day is exactly the same. Like we're not living in Groundhog's Day. (laughs) Even even if you work Monday through Friday, nine to five, there are going to be variables to your day Mm -hmm. um, and those Mm -hmm. should be accounted for. And so putting your meals in, putting your workouts in and little notes to yourself on what you need to accomplish um, at top priority is going to be really, really helpful. Yeah, because for example, let's say that there was a work meeting that ran a little bit too late. And then all of a sudden you decided to pop into emails right after the work meeting. You have that planner to check and be like, oh, shoot, I didn't eat lunch. Mm -hmm. Right. And then that comes first and you're like, okay, pause. Okay, this work meeting went over pivot. Mm -hmm. My pattern is I keep missing lunch. Not helpful pattern, doesn't really help mm-hmm. with my energy. Change the pattern. I'm gonna stop and eat lunch because why? The emails are not important. They're not mm-hmm. important, right? And so I think figuring that out can be helpful. And for those, um, I hear a lot too, like, I don't want to be in my phone. Cool. Well, use like a paper planner and just make sure you kind of keep that as your guidance or have that notepad around you. And I also hear, well, what if I have like a work calendar and this mm-hmm. calendar and this app? And it's like, don't don't overthink the plan because there's many moments like I'll just pause and I'll just be like, okay, like let's write this out. But when you have too many calendars, I'm going to recommend to consolidate it and put it maybe into just one or two. So an example I like to give is I do have like a work calendar as well. And that is the Google calendar. So Mm -hmm. I have all of like, you know, people who book calls with me. So I know that's set in stone, but I still have my phone note. Mm -hmm to kind of like guide myself. It's like a to-do list. Um, oh, this is another good tip. Have a to-do list and have a not to-do list. I love so that. Things to do. And what are the things to not do? So now it can guide you a little bit more. Um, but yeah, that's, that's how I kind of do that. Also, what do you say to your clients that are like, well, I, I do plan, I plan my work calendar, but not for me. It's so common. And that's why, that's why like, that's why work is, feels like that. Right? That's like, mm-hmm. you feel, that's why it could feel a little bit more overwhelming because 
um, they have got, or we have gotten used to just going like work first, work first. Mm-hmm. And look, that's okay. That's the pattern. And so my question is, how's that working? Is for how is that working? For how's you? Working? Do you like that? Do you want that? <laughs> if you want it, please. If you don't, let's switch, right? So right. Let's, you have the same skill. You already use it for your work. Now we get to go like pivot yes. for us first and try it. See how it, See how your life changes when you start to pivot for you first. What's up, Be Real with us listeners? We want to take a minute to talk to you about our Elite 360 Transformation Program with you. Our one-on-one programming focuses on three main pillars to help you achieve athletic results. Number one, optimal nutrition. Building an impressive physique requires you to fuel your body by consistently consuming the right portions of macronutrients, your carbohydrates, proteins, and fats, micronutrients, vitamins and minerals, and hydration to meet each individual needs for optimal performance, recovery, and sustained vitality. Two, strength training. Did you know women lose 1% of muscle mass per year after 30? This decline significantly raises the risk of chronic health issues as we age. So if we're not proactively building and maintaining muscle, we're losing it. We teach our clients how to properly build muscle and strength through our strength training program. So they become more resilient and confident during all stages of their life. And number three, the most important part, behavior change. A true athlete recognizes the key to mastering their craft lies in seeking guidance and feedback from a trusted coach. They inherently grasp the importance of continuous learning and maintain a growth mindset throughout every step of their journey. Our team specializes in behavior science, where we implement evidence-based techniques to help you cultivate the lifestyle habits and mindset of a true athlete. So if you're interested in learning how to become an athlete, of your own life. Click the application link in the show notes to apply and we can't wait to hear from you. Because you guys, I know most of you listening are trying to change your lives when it comes to health and fitness, right? And so a big part of that is planning ahead. And I think people get really overwhelmed when they're like, but what if I don't follow the plan? What, what if I make this calendar? <laughs> and so the purpose, the purpose of planning isn't to follow the plan. Exactly. Yeah, it's, it's not just a tool. You guys, it's a tool to help you live a life on purpose. One that's driven by your values. Yeah. And if you just kind of let go of that expectation that it has to be perfect, come on, my pe- people, please, or my um, perfectionist out there. Um, it, it does, you don't have to follow exactly. In fact, use it as a tool. So mm-hmm. once you do a week of planning and you go through that week, pause. You're going to notice we say this a lot. Pause. pause. Reflect <laughs> on your week, right? Yeah. Yeah. And then notice. Notice. Okay. Oh, I said I was going to do this, this, and this. Did mm-hmm. X, Y, and Z get done? No. Okay. Why not? Okay. Mm-hmm. And then what do I need to do this week to make sure I need to set myself up for success? So it's going to be tweaking your plan, your, um, yeah, your plan over time. Right. Yeah. So once you do that, you're going to start to notice things you avoid. Why is that? Why does that keep staying on my to-do list? Why is this like thing over and over? And so I'm going to say five, four, three, two, one, take action on that big thing. You're going to feel so much better. For example, maybe like I remember that I kept having like do my taxes and it kept saying yes. it. I'm like, it's because I don't want to look <laughs> at it. I'm like, you know what? This is so silly. It's so much more overwhelming thinking about it. Five, four, three, two, one, got it done. Afterwards, I was yep. like, woo, that yep. feels so much better. And so mm-hmm. you get to see some of those patterns that are happening 
that you keep avoiding. Mm -hmm. That was for me, that was my oil change. Yeah. It was like, it's due. It said, um, do soon. And I was like, mm -hmm. okay, I put that on the, the list. And yeah. it's like, okay, do now. And I'm like, okay, shit. Yeah. Like I'm driving to the airport. I'm driving a lot. Like this needs to get done. Five, four, three, two, one. We're getting it done today. <laughs> yeah. Um, <sighs> I also share this plan with your, like share it with your family or support people or whatnot. So if you have a partner, um, I share this actually with my boyfriend. So he knows my plan. I know his plan. And then we communicate about it because it makes it makes it way much easier to understand what we're doing. Um, I know some people like can share notes or share calendars. Mm -hmm, I think that's mm -hmm. something that's an option. Yeah. Yes. Mm -hmm. Or have, like, yeah, it could be um, your Google calendar, your phone calendar, or even just like a family. Like I have one in my office, a family calendar. Yeah. Okay, so now we're gonna get into our three pillars. So how to actually plan according to our three pillars. We're gonna start with nutrition. Um, I'm gonna take strength and then Denise is gonna do behavior. Mm -hmm. So for nutrition, how would you tell our listeners to plan ahead using um, our tips? Yeah, so meals. Mm -hmm. If you have goals to eat more balanced or eat in alignment with your um, macronutrients, whatever that might be, or just to feel better, you have to plan your meals ahead mm -hmm. and you do not have to follow the meals that you plan. You just need to make sure you look ahead and be like, okay, well, what does this week look like? Is it really busy? busy or full <laughs> of stuff, then maybe you don't want to have a bunch of creative Pinterest meals, right? Keep it right. simple, keep it light, keep it like ready to go meals. Mm -hmm. Now, if this week is a little bit more loose and you have more free time, then this is where you get to have more fun with different meals. And so looking ahead will allow you to do that. Now you can also start to make sure, okay, I keep missing breakfast. How can I plan in for an easy breakfast that will help me out? So how can I prep and plan ahead maybe for overnight oats or things that I've already packed for myself? So you write those things in. Then you get to see, okay, lunches. Maybe there's a work lunch. Maybe there's events. You get to then start to communicate and see what that looks like. And then dinners. Maybe this is where you have a conversation with your partner and your family and your kids. What's going on for dinner? Yep. And once you get that out, then you get to create your grocery list. But until you really make a plan for your food, you're, you're going to always be on the go. And then, so sometimes you might end up skipping meals or sometimes you might have to like order out when you don't want to. Mm -hmm. Um, so planning out ahead. is. I love that too. Like, I love that you mentioned having the family contribute. You got, I think a lot of our listeners are female and they have kids. Yeah. A lot of our clients do. And so I feel like most times, maybe not always, but most times the grocery shopping and meal planning really do fall on the female. Yeah. Um, the wife, right? And so I think it's it's a great opportunity for you to bring in your husband, bring in your children, especially yeah. if they're, I mean, even five and older and ask yeah. them, hey, you know, come with me to the grocery store. Help me pick out the groceries. What do you want to eat this week? Yeah. And teach your kids. This is the opportunity that you get to teach your family how to eat balanced, getting plenty of fruits, half a plate of fruits and veggies, right? 25% protein, 25% carbohydrate, dump full of fat per meal, right? Showing them how a balanced plate works and getting them involved. And it can start as early as 
two years old. I mean, Camila, my toddler goes to the grocery store. She helps me pick out the vegetables and she helps me cut the, the, the fruit and veggies, um, and helps me prep. So it can start as little as toddler. Obviously yes. she doesn't really have too much of a say in the menu. Um, <laughs> but she is involved in, involved in it at a young age. Yeah. I love that because then you don't need to like fight with the family when it comes mm -hmm. to meals, you know, like, it's like, Hey, we planned this together. Here's our choices. Here's our options. I also think too, when clients do join or, you know, when uh, people who are interested in a certain maybe body composition and they're like, can you just give me my macros and calories? And can mm -hmm. you just tell me what to eat? I'm like, okay, well, do you plan? It's like, if you're not planning, it does not matter what I tell you. Mm -hmm. Then you're just going to be on the go. So <laughs> yep. to learn the skill is so, so important. Absolutely. So with, with nutrition too, I think pictures are a good place to start. Like I know right now, a lot of you guys are traveling. You guys are on Christmas break, your kids are on Christmas break. Yeah. If you are currently tracking macros, a good time for being mindful and just slowing down is taking yeah. pictures of your food, yeah. sending it. Well, if you're listening, if you're a client of ours, sending it to your coach. And if you're not just creating an album of pictures mm -hmm. um, yep. and just visually seeing what you're eating will bring awareness to your plates being yep. okay. Looking back at this week. Wow. I didn't get a lot of color in this week. <laughs> How can I add more color to my plate? Yeah, exactly. And then I think also with the mindfulness is just really, we teach our clients hand portions. So mm. even just using hand portions during this time, uh, making sure you get a palm of protein, a yep. fist to two fists of vegetables, a thumb of fat, um, a cupped handful of carbs. Mm. And, um, I think it's really important too to communicate, like you said, with mm -hmm. family members, especially mm -hmm. during this time. Because um, I know 2024 is coming. A lot of people got big goals <laughs> for 2024. Yeah. yeah. Um, you get to create a menu for yourself. So, you know, mm -hmm. those where you're like, what, what can I eat today? It's like when you plan and you have that logged out, I actually have like little menus for myself because then as I'm looking ahead for the next week, I'm like, oh, I remember that lunch that I really love. Let's do this, right? So create creating that personalized menu is also part of the plan. Oh, that's a, yes, that's a good point. So I think having a, almost like a closet, you can compare this to like having a good pair of jeans, yep. khakis, yep. a blazer, you know what I mean? Like staple pieces. Yeah. This should also be something that you have staple, um, staple food items at your house. Mm -hmm. Like I always will have like frozen vegetables, cans mm -hmm. of tuna, beans, like things for like quick meals yep. and things that I know I know how to make and, yep. and always have that in stock. Yes. <laughs> so having like your staple personalized menu to, like to fall back on, especially during busy times. Exactly. Yes. Okay. So uh, we're going to move into pillar two strength. So it's so important to look ahead at your week and make your movement a top priority, almost like an appointment with the doctor mm -hmm. or a meeting with your boss. Like mm -hmm. you're going to schedule in your walks and your workouts as if they are a non-negotiable. So looking ahead at your week, for example, we're at the end of December. There's a lot of things coming up. I think a lot of people are traveling um, mm -hmm. and just making sure, okay, hey, I'm traveling on like for me, it was uh, today, today's Friday, tomorrow, Saturday, I'm gonna be traveling tomorrow, I made sure to plan my four training sessions accordingly. 
um, and walks. Like I'm going to make sure I front load my walks. I know I may not get as much movement with my in-laws. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, we do plan on doing things and just walking typically mm-hmm. back in the past before Camila, we would, br- I would actually bring, we'd actually go to the gym. Mm-hmm. Um, but for me, like this is where you can look ahead at your December and this will just be a deload week for me. No big mm-hmm. deal. I've been training all of December. So come Christmas, I'm not like, Oh my gosh, I have to, I have to get to the gym. Like, I think if you're an avid, um, lifter, this is your time to look ahead at your schedule and go, Hey, that will be my deed load week. I'm just going to take some time off of the gym. Let my mm-hmm. nervous system have a break. Let's just, mm-hmm. I'll just spend time with family. Um, but if you're someone that maybe doesn't work out a lot and maybe you just started this journey, maybe this is a good time for you to challenge yourself to bring some resistance bands and do maybe a 20 minute workout <laughs> or mm-hmm. uh, really encourage your family to go on a walk or a hike. Um, and get out and move their body in some way. So how come though? How come I need to move? <laughs> you guys, we need to move. We're, our bodies are meant to move. I, and Denise touched on this earlier is we get so like, oh my gosh, if I just sit here and get this work done and get hours, hours, and I can cram all this work done in five hours and I can do it. I can do it. I know I can. You guys, we, our brain loses focus after Denise was saying like 90 to even like 120 minutes max, get up and walk five Mm -hmm. minutes of walking is 500 steps. Like walk around the house, walk to your mailbox, Mm -hmm. get outside. Mm -hmm. Your body needs to move. Mm -hmm. Oh my goodness. Um, I think too, for women, we, if you guys aren't strength training, don't let this freak you out, but (laughs) we lose 1% of our muscle mass per year. And Mm -hmm. so especially after the age of 30. Mm -hmm. And so really focusing on really making, carving out some time to strength train, getting into the gym. And if you haven't yet, that's okay. You can still do that. And and just know that you are strong. Like you're already picking up your 35 pound toddler. You're already carrying heavy groceries. Like we know you can do it. Um, and it's really going to benefit your body, your, help you with getting stronger, living a longer, healthier life, bone density, your metabolism, your immunity, your mental health, all that good stuff. So yes, you guys, um, yeah. Denise, I you want to go ahead. No, I was going to say with strength training is that we're already doing it. Like you mm-hmm. mentioned, Alyssa, mm-hmm. like you know, your kid, when you sit down on the couch, when you sit on your toilet, when you're reaching for things, when you're moving furniture, that yes. is all resistance training already. And if you only really need five minutes per day to, to, to get that effect that you need. And so just if you're feeling intimidated or overwhelmed mm-hmm. or like, oh my gosh, well, I haven't started or I don't know how it's okay. Like you can always start now. And it really does. Um, I always say this, like muscles will save your life. Muscles yes. will help you with your pain and injuries and it'll help you feel so much stronger and more energized. And also, I know we've been talking a lot about this, but it'll help you like um, burn more fat and get more mm-hmm. muscle. And so just remember Scheduling in five minutes is yes. all you need. Yes. And then our last pillar, behavior. Do you want to go into that one? Ooh, behavior. Yes. Okay. This is favorite. So, <laughs> um, we talked about this earlier, but when you plan, that is a behavior, right? You get to sharpen your knife and you get to really change your environment and make it work for you. So a lot of the times too, I've said this in like plan for you and plan for your values first. What are your values? What do you actually want to do today? And set yourself up 
for success in that way and make sure that you're adding joy within your day. Um, time blocking, we went through already. So you, you can see like, when is your focus time? And when are the times where you might need more energy so you can schedule in that walk? <clears throat> and then your routine. You have your AM routine and your PM routine. Let me go through the AM routine first. So your AM routine is when you wake up. And I'm going to hear this a lot. I snooze when I wake up. And I'm going to really highly encourage you to just set one alarm, be so realistic with yourself. And the moment the alarm goes off, get up. Because the reason why is number one, when you don't, you've already lied to yourself. And confidence is just doing the things that you say you, you will do. And only you know what it is, that inner voice in your head. Now, when you said like, oh, I'm going to wake up at like 7.05, and then you have 7.05, 7.10, 7.30, <laughs> and then 7.05 comes, and you're like, no, nah, I'm just going to go to sleep again. You've already told your unconscious that you're not someone who's going to follow through with their words. So the rest of the day is already in that tone, whether you know it or not. Secondly, you actually re-enter your circadian rhythm. So you actually feel more tired. Mm -hmm. So just because when you wake up in the morning, you're like, I'm so tired. The fourth alarm is when you're actually really tired, mm -hmm. which is why you're like dragging yourself into the car and getting coffee. Um, so what I like to do in the first thing in the morning is I go, don't think, just go, just do. 7.05, get up, don't think, just go, just do. And then like you go get your water, you go get your sun, and then you make that happen. So plan your AM routine in. Now how to put the plan in the AM routine is also your PM routine. Mm -hmm. So your PM routine helps you set up for the next day. So how do you want to spend and end your night? Usually when it comes to the PM routine with sleep is that some things that you can do is just help your body wind down. And maybe it's like reflection for the day. Maybe it's really planning for the next day. And um, maybe things that you might need to do too is maybe communicate to the people around you that, Hey, like this is my bedtime and this is what I need to do so that you can then set yourself up for success. Um, setting your clothes out, right. Mm -hmm. Think about for you tomorrow, the, the morning you at seven Oh five is probably like not wanting to do <laughs> so set her up for success. Um, and kind of go from there. Now, remember if you're noticing that you're having these urges of like mindlessly scrolling, on social media, just say it out loud. I notice that I'm doing this. I value my sleep. Put the phone away and get yourself um, to bed. What would you say to clients who wake up and their alarm goes off and they start scrolling? Yeah, <laughs> I would say it actually is probably the reason why your dopamine is so low and the reason why you again feel like that tiredness or not having that energy. I Something I like to do is if your phone alarm is already going off and you've set it up and, you know, you're not able to put it down. I actually like to text someone that I'm like, hey, I'm really grateful for you. I'm thankful I for you. My life. Good morning. Then you get that connection and then I put my, my phone down. Yeah. Um, the other thing I'm going to suggest for you to avoid is avoid the emails. Avoid the text messages. Mm -hmm. Avoid the like, oh, my gosh, what do I have to check? So, um. Yeah, that's what I would say too. Oh, another good one. Download Alarmy. Yes. Alarmy yeah. is a really good alarm that will have you take a picture of your shampoo bottle or, you know, so then you have to get up. It won't go off until you do this, by the way. So it's going to be like, well, <laughs> <laughs> you take a picture of your shampoo bottle and all of a sudden you're already like in the bathroom. Um, so yeah, I'm going to suggest some of those things. I think the biggest life 
well, not, okay, let me back up. I, I don't want to say biggest life hack, but one of the biggest changes, two biggest changes in my life that I made in the past two, maybe three years mm-hmm. is not, oh, well, actually longer. I've actually had the TV out of my room for a very mm-hmm. long time. I actually can't recall the last time I had a TV in my room, mm-hmm. but getting, if you have a TV in your bedroom, get it out. Like if you value your health and want to yeah. sleep better, yeah move the TV from out of the room. (laughs) Um, because, and I've heard, we have clients that have partners that will watch TV while they're trying to sleep. You have to communicate with your partner. Like, Hey, these are our goals. This is how a sleep affects everything. My mood, my health, my energy, um, muscle growth and development. Like it's such like sleep is you guys so important. Um, get the TV out. And then two, the, this, the, I think this is probably a newer, um, habit I've implemented is not even look at Instagram emails or phone until I've already gotten up, Mm -hmm. like stretched, hugged my puppies, got my coffee, drank my water. And then like, I do my, my morning routine, um, kind of like checked in with myself before I even look at my phone or my messages. Um, because it can easily get, to a point where you're in bed and you're just scrolling for hours. And there's so many other things you guys that you can be igniting your life with joy and, and happiness. Yeah. <laughs> then, then just the first thing you're seeing is other people and whatever the hell they're doing and comparing yourself to people yeah. online. For sure. And look, it's okay. If you're struggling with this, it's mm-hmm. supposed to feel fucking hard. Mm-hmm. It's supposed to feel like you're resisting and you're like, really like just dragging your feet. That's okay. That's normal. Congratulations. Yes. <laughs> We've all gone through this. I, I had to go with re- withdrawals. Like it used to be like a, a tick. I'd get up and the first thing I want to do is look at my phone and check my <laughs> message on the Instagram. And now it's, it's yeah. now I don't even think about it. <laughs> exactly. And sometimes you might fall back into that pattern, mm-hmm. just notice it. And then you mm-hmm. get to pivot. You notice the pattern, get to pivot. Something I forgot to add is um, in your actual daily planner, I actually like to put uh, that I'm going to like listen to this podcast or listen to this music because what happens a lot of the times too is when we start to go throughout our day and maybe we're not feeling enough energy or, you know, maybe it's just this time of the season or things going on. I put on my like, uh, like uh, energy playlist on and mm-hmm. I play it and all this and I just feel a lot better. So these are the things that you can actually put into your plan that will be helpful for you. Yes. So I, I, we get, we do get a lot. I feel like out of everything, every behavior we try to coach on planning is probably the biggest yeah. pushback. <laughs> yeah, it is. And I, I truly believe work, working out, moving your body, yep. planning and probably sleep are mm-hmm. probably the three biggest things that give you time back. It does. Yeah. Right. Like I think people go, Oh, like I have so much to do. I can't like, I'm just going to put off sleep or I have so much to do. I don't have time to plan or I have so much to do, or my life is so full. I don't have time to work out, but these are the three things that I truly believe actually give back the time. Yeah. Because if you do these three things consistently and do them well, you will find that you have more time. You'll have more energy. You'll be more calm. You'll be more happy. Um, And it's just, again, sharpening that saw. Exactly. So, I mean, explore, try Mm -hmm. different ways to plan, try different ways to like 
like figure it out. And something that I think I like to remind people too is when we were kids, we went to school and the first thing we did was like, and I don't know if this is for everyone, but we had circle time Mm -hmm. and then they'd be like, today is Wednesday and you will, it's sunny outside. And first we're going to do this. And second, we're going to do this. And we're just like guiding our, our like child self to go through the day. Well, duh, of course, because then like, We'll be like, oh, this is cool. This is what we're doing. And it's like, oh, no, it's a rainy day today. We're going to stay inside for recess. We're basically just doing this now for. Oh, our- my God. <laughs> I totally <laughs> forgot about you. Totally took me back. To yeah. <laughs> I mean, it was it was helpful for a reason. And I think when we grow up and we become adults, we forget that these little things mm-hmm. that really help kids kid us learn and explore and get curious and continue to put ourselves first because when it was lunchtime, it was lunchtime mm-hmm. and we had recess and we never stayed more on a task longer than, I don't know, even if it was like 25 minutes, 25 <laughs> minutes, Pomodoro. Yeah. <laughs> so funny. Yeah. knew. Oh my gosh. Okay. So I feel like we did a really good job going over the week. I think mm-hmm. it's important to also check in monthly and mid month. And we actually do this with our clients. So um, mid month, a good reflection is like, okay, pause, look at the last two weeks. What could I have done better? And what was I proud of? I think it's so important and underutilized to celebrate our successes, like celebrate what you did, right? Not just looking back and going, Oh, I did this and this and this, I didn't do this. Like celebrate the wins do your booty shake. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. And Remember that a bad day does not mean you had, no, actually let's bring them up. A bad hour does not mm-hmm. mean it was a whole bad day <laughs> and a bad day does not mean it was a whole bad week. Mm-hmm. And a bad week does not mean it's a whole bad month. This is how people get to the end of the year and go, what the fuck mm-hmm. happened? Because yep. we're not reflecting and we use every single like little bad moment of like, screw it. I'm done mm-hmm. for my day. I'm just going to do whatever. So it's mm-hmm. that all or nothing mindset. And I think again, this is normal. The brain does that. So now Mm -hmm. we can learn on how to do different. Yes. And then I think it's important too. So stop, pause, reflect, and then look forward, right? Like, okay, moving forward. What's one thing that I can add this week to bring me joy? Like that's the one thing I think a lot of people don't get a lot of. Yeah. Have you noticed that? Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) And something I hear is like, I don't know what brings me joy. (laughs) You know, like I don't remember. And it's like, it's okay. How about you pause and figure out like, what were some things you did in the past that you really loved? What really made you feel like you? What were the moments where you're like, wow, I really, I really missed this. And so that reflection piece is important because when your brain starts to just go in one way and it's like work, 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 mm-hmm. it needs to be like, okay, where is the other things that are happening in my life that I did really value? And maybe it is spending more time with either yourself or Mm -hmm. your family or your friends. And the connection piece is so important. If your whole day you're feeling like really disconnected, you need to find ways to add more connection, whether it to be other people or whether it um, be to yourself. So that's usually what I say when it's like, when people are like, well, what is joyful for me? Mm -hmm. Yes. Mm -hmm. Uh, Another thing to kind of reflect on moving forward is like, okay, what did I learn and what do I want to learn this week? Especially for that growth mindset, right? Yeah. Yeah. You know, we're meant to continue to self-develop and learn and stay curious. I think the one downfall that a lot of people experience is boredom or, Mm -hmm. or they feel like this emotion of lazy of like, I'm just bored. I'm lazy. And it's like, no, you're not bored or lazy. You just need to figure out that you need to figure out to do something mm-hmm. is um, what like action. 
Yeah, to take action and to stay curious because curious is going to allow you to be like, what can I learn today? What do I want to do new today? How do I want to play today? Um, and that's part of the planning. Plan those things in. Yes, I love that you said play because even today, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. these girls were these girls were taking a picture at the gym, uh-huh. and I walked by to go to the bathroom, and they're like, oh, just go ahead, go ahead. We're we're taking a picture. We'll be here uh-huh. for a while. And I went to the bathroom and as I came out, they were still taking pictures. And so I walk over and like hop in <laughs> and I was just, just joking with them. They're cracking up yeah. and then I walk out and I hear them. Oh, wait, she's pregnant because they're looking back at the photo. <laughs> I, 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 I touch my belly. Um, I think it's awesome. Like you guys, this is another thing too. We're going into 2024. If you are an avid lifter, and, you, and you're listening to this podcast, I think a lot of times we're like, Ugh, all the newbies, the new gym resolutioners are coming in. Mm-hmm. And now's a good time to like smile at someone who maybe yes. you haven't seen at the gym yes. or thank a trainer for putting back the weights or just give someone a high five. Like sometimes I'll see some girls that look just badass and they're like trying hard and lifting. I'm like, I'll give them like a fist pump. Like, hell yeah, you yeah. look strong. Yeah. Um, or other pregnant women that are in there lifting and like give them cred, like, you know, like, mm-hmm. So I think that's something important to remember is like find joy, try to find, um, stay curious and, and find the fun in life, right? Like, yeah, have more fun. And you're able have to more have fun. fun when you, when you get that shit out of your head, that's the plan. You get to get out of your head and into your life is what the plan allows you to do. So yes. that's what yeah. we say all the time, out of your head, <laughs> into your life. So I think, uh, looking to, again, talking back to, um, looking at your calendar too, is like what barriers come up for you and what do you need to do different? Right? Like we can't just keep doing the same thing over. Like I was saying earlier, when it comes to planning, pause, look, what went right, what went wrong. Right. And so what's that saying? Like you keep doing the same thing over and over. It's like the, the definition of insanity. Yeah. <laughs> so ask yourself, okay, what do I need to do differently? this time to move mm-hmm. forward. That's in essence, planning your, your days, your weeks, your months. But I think it's important too, since we're coming up on 2024, like how to look over your year and our clients, we, all of our clients have picked yeah. something that they're going to train for, whether it be a marathon or mm-hmm. a mud run, a photo shoot, um, joining a sports team, mm-hmm. um, starting an Instagram, something that scares the crap out of them yeah. <laughs> for yeah. 2024. Mm-hmm. And so I think it's important since you guys are our listeners, if you're listening, um, how, like, how do you plan for an entire year? I think one, I think gathering your materials, like, okay, get your planners, like whether it be like your digital planners or paper planners. Um, I think I like looking through photos. So yeah, I love that. Oh my God. My last flight to so the end of the year, I was like, Oh good. Kind of worked out. I, I flew up last week to Modesto and I started from the top of my photos and went through everything just kind of reflected on the year and what we've done. And, um, I think reflection is such a powerful exercise because it really does allow you like, look at your accomplishments, identify areas of improvement and, and start to set new goals for next year. So I think looking at photos can be a good way to do that. I don't think people think of that. I think it's a good one. Yeah. That's such a good one. Um, and then asking yourself questions like, okay, what were my biggest wins? Um, and challenges. And I think what surprised you? I love that question. What surprised yeah. you? <laughs> yeah. um, is there anything you learned about yourself? Mm-hmm. And, you know, who who in my life right now, what relationships matter the most? Because mm-hmm. I think it's a good time to like start cleansing maybe your friend list in a way. Like, okay, 
what what friends are adding value to my life and maybe what friends mm -hmm. do I maybe not want to see more of this year. <laughs> so kind of doing an audit of like your relationships um, and then starting to just look back at your accomplishments. And then do you want to talk about goal setting moving forward? Yeah. So then what you want to do is look ahead for the year and how do you want to envision your life? And again, like January through December, I like to kind of set a theme. What is going to be most important to you for each month? And you are going to know because you can look at your past year, mm -hmm. your photos and see, it's like, wow, every single time it reaches March or April, I just end up not feeling, you know, super motivated. Right. Mm -hmm. And remember, not rely on that feeling and it goes well what do I actually want for this year and then that's where you can maybe schedule that challenge or that goal so for me anytime I want to complete something for example the marathon I already put it in it's it's already booked paid for in May so now it's like I'm constantly working for this thing that is really cool and fun and so figure out what it is that you want your year to look um to to look as mm -hmm. and then go from there and just make sure that it's very specific so my marathon is in May mm -hmm. and I make sure that I'm going to be training for this. And this is what it looks like. So that's just an example of like goals that you can set um, throughout. And just remember too, like with everything, make sure that you are feeling like balance and alignment. So each day you live, like it's the last day of your life. Now, how do you want this year to go? Mm -hmm. Like, or how do you want it to look as? Yes, exactly. I love how you mentioned setting a goal, but then also breaking it down. You guys, yeah. like, like yeah. Denise is going to run a marathon. So I think a lot of people go, oh my God, that's such a big goal. That's so many miles. Like, where do I even start? So, so okay, let's just start chunking it down. I think yeah. you guys remember smart goals. <laughs> so make yeah. sure it's specific, it's measurable, it's actionable, relevant, and time bound. Yeah. So that's why the time bound portion, I think a lot of people miss. They're yeah. like, yeah, I just want to lose 20 pounds. I just want to, I want to get more muscle, but it's like, okay, well, how much muscle? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Well, how much, like, okay, 20 pounds. Great. But like by when, like set yeah. a time. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then how are you going to get there? It's like, well, I don't, I'm just going to, um, eat healthier and go to the gym. Okay. Well, what is that going to look like? How many times are you going to go to the gym? What is your yeah. training plan going to look like? So, okay. Yeah. You know, so I'm going to go to the gym Monday, Wednesday, and Friday for one hour. Yep. And when I say eat healthy, I'm going to have at least a half a page of veggies and 25% protein and 25, whatever, whatever that looks like for you, depending on your goals. So being super specific and breaking it down. And it feels overwhelming everyone, or you're experiencing overwhelm because you've never asked yourself these questions. Mm -hmm. And that's why it feels like that. It feels different. And the reason why it also feels like that is because you're asking yourself to become a different person. You're asking yourself to change. And there's always maybe that there's this thought of like, well, could this be possible? And be like, yes, it is possible. I'm going to make it possible. So just change that language and don't let that self-doubt of like, well, what if I can't, I can't make that. And it's like, well, even if mm -hmm. no matter what happens, I'm going to figure it out. And that's how you take your power back. And that's how you actually accomplish the goals that you want to. Absolutely. So. Yes. <laughs> oh, let's just, let's end it there with our, <laughs> I mean, <laughs> Just killed yeah. it. Uh, uh, thank you so much for um, coming on and talking today. Before we go, though, you guys, we have a question of the day. Uh -oh. Uh -oh. So if you are just tuning in, we will answer one um, person's question. If you want the link, it's going to be in our show notes. Mm -hmm. um, it's our type forum. So you can submit an anonymous question. 
uh, on nutrition, strength, behavior, whatever it may be. And we will answer it at the end of our podcast. So today's question is, okay. Um, the question is I'm finding myself binge eating overeating after a long cut and I started my reverse diet, but I keep binge eating. What should I do? Okay. Well, that's, um, so I guess let me start with this. The purpose of a reverse diet is to reduce fat gain after a diet, right? So if you guys not are not sure what a reverse diet is, it's slowly increasing your calories over, you know, five, six, weeks. Mm -hmm. And so if you're noticing that you are binge eating or overeating, um, it's really not helpful to then slowly increase your calories. The purpose Mm -hmm. is to, to help reduce the fat gain. But if you're just binging and putting on a bunch of body fat, unwanted body fat, um, then it really defeats the purpose. And so adding a hundred to maybe 200 calories per week, isn't going to be helpful. So Mm -hmm. I would recommend just go straight back to maintenance, Mm -hmm. um, go to back to your maintenance calories and keep in mind your new maintenance might be a little different because your body fat, I'm assuming if you did a cut, it's probably a little bit lower so that you're Mm going to have to factor that in, but -hmm. just keep in mind after a long, I'm not sure how long this person, they didn't say right No. Mm -hmm. Um, after a long restriction, your Mm -hmm. body, your, your definitely your mind, your mind physically is going to want those extra calories. Um, and your body's probably maybe deficient in some vitamins. Um, your hormones might be a little bit out of whack if your body fat got super low. Mm-hmm. And so it's it's going to be beneficial just to just jump your caloric maintenance back up um, because your body's craving all the foods. But I would focus on getting super nutrient-dense foods, add back um, those complex carbs. You're probably really low carb, really low fat. Mm-hmm get your fat to a place where you're feeling satiated um, Mm -hmm. and really trying to uh, focus back in on those hunger cues. They're probably going to be skewed after such a long period of restriction. Mm -hmm. Don't avoid meals. Don't skip meals um, Mm -hmm. because that's going to eat lead to overeating later. Um, So Mm -hmm. I think that just getting back to your maintenance and incorporating back in maybe foods that you love. So if you're craving, chocolates or maybe donuts, like adding that back into the plan. (laughs) Um, right. Like, because if you're, if you've probably been on a low calorie diet for this cut, um, you probably have missed out on those foods and you're probably binging because you haven't eaten them and you crave them. So why don't you go ahead and then add them into your plan and Mm -hmm. eat them. So that way you're not feeling that they're still restricted. Mm -hmm. (sighs) All right. Well, Thank you so much. Of course. Talk about planning and time. In yes. <laughs> <laughs> I know you can. I hope, I hope that was helpful though. And I hope that like those tips and strategies are something that you can implement right away. And the first thing you can do is just take out a list and write out priorities. And yeah, it was fun. And let us know, right? Yes, Diana, let us know. Reach out to us. I would be more than happy to help you plan out your yes. life. Five, four, three, two, one. Hit us up. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> Bye, everybody. Thank you. 
This show was produced by Pretty Easy Podcasts and made possible by listeners like you. If you ever thought of doing your own podcast, please visit prettyeasypodcasts.com.